0: I'm pulling on my driveway. We all know what that means. It's time for another drive to work. Okay, so I have another interactive podcast for you. So there's been a lot of fun with some of the trivia ones. So this podcast is called, Did It Start in Alpha? So I'm gonna talk about different aspects of the game. And the question is, did it start in alpha? So I will name it to you. And then you have to figure out whether or not it started in alpha or not. I will then tell you whether or not it started in Alpha, uh, and then I will. If I'll give you extra information just because that's what I do. Okay, so we'll start with the five colors of magic. Did the five colors of magic start in Alpha? And the answer is yes, they did. Um, now here's a more interesting question: Did the five colors of magic were they ever more than five colors? Uh, Obviously, when the game released in alpha, it was five colors. But before the game released, when it was in playtesting ahead of time, were there more than five colors? And the answer is, no, there were not. So the story goes, uh, Richard Garfield and uh, his friend Mike Davis travel to, um, I guess they travel to Portland, actually, now that I know the story a little better, um, to pitch um, to uh, Peter Ackeson, who was the CEO of Wizards at the time, uh, their game Roborally. Uh, But it had too many component parts. So Peter said to Richard, what he could make was something that was on cards because he could print cards. Richard had the idea of a trading card game. And what he did is he took an existing game he had that he called Five Colors and he adapted it from a more traditional card game into a trading card game. So from the best I understand, the Five Colors were the Five Colors you know as magic. (laughs) So... From the very beginning of him sort of making magic, I believe it was five colors. I know it was five colors. I believe it was those five colors. Um, So I don't think the colors ever changed. I think from the very beginning, um, it's possible early, early on when he was making five colors before magic ever made thing. Maybe he experimented with different colors. Uh, But as far as for magic's whole life, including the very beginning, those were the five colors that it used. Okay, next. The mana symbols. Do the mana symbols go all the way back to alpha? Uh, And this one is yes! With a little asterisk. Um, All five mana symbols showed up in alpha, but one of them has has been changed since alpha. In fact, it got changed right before Ice Age, so back in 94. So um, one of the symbols, it just got cleaned up. It didn't, it still was what it was. Um, Which mana symbol of the five actually changed a little tiny bit since alpha? And the answer is the white mana symbol. So it always was the sun; just they cleaned it up and changed it a little bit. So the mana symbols were made by Chris Rush uh, and Jesper Mierforce. Um, Jesper was the original art director, and Chris did a lot of the initial graphic design. Um, and so the the symbols were always the symbols. The mana symbols go all the way back to the, the beginning of the game. Um, but like I said, we they cleaned up the white mana symbol. Okay, the mana cost as we know it. Uh, the idea that it's uh, a g- generic mana cost, than colored mana cost. Was that always the way that it's been written? Yes, since alpha, but no, not all the time since the game's been made. So yes, it wasn't alpha, so if you said yes for alpha, that's correct. Um, but in playtesting, prior to alpha, the mana cost was actually written differently. Okay, so let's take Prodigal Sorcerer. So Prodigal Sorcerer costs two generic mana and one blue mana. In um, pre like pre play testing, uh, and w- when they were uh, before the game came out, the way the mana symbols or sorry the mana cost originally worked was there would be a number. So let's say prodigal sorcerer, it would say three, and then it would say a blue. And what that meant was this costs three mana, one of which must be blue. So for example, um, crawworm, which costs four green green, would have said six green green. It must cost six mana total, two of which had to be green. Uh, What they found was it was a little confusing because it kind of double counted things. Um, And so they realized it was easier if they just told you how much generic mana and how much colored mana. Now, another interesting thing is I think if we had to do it all over again, we would put the color mana first and the generic mana second. It is how most people talk about it. I spent a lot of time trying to get people to talk about uh, mana costs in the order that we write them, and they just don't want to, which tells me that intuitively, because the colored mana is more important, it wants to come first. Um, and really the issue there is that I think because the way he wrote it originally, uh, when he changed it, because originally it was colored mana meaning all of the mana, so I think when he changed it, like, that's why the generic mana comes first, just because of the nature of how it used to be written. But anyway, if we had to do it again, I think we would do the colored mana first. Okay, the font in the name uh, of the cards, does that go back to Alpha? It does not! Um, the current font we use in names is called Bellerin, Um, named after Jace Bellerin. Uh And Jace Balarin didn't show up to Lorwyn, so that should be a clue that this doesn't go back to Alpha. Um... I believe the original font was called uh, Medieval Gaudi, I think it's what it was called. Um, it was hard to read. And so we actually commissioned, we, we, we made our own alphabet to make something that was a little more magic-y, which is why it's called Bellerin. We made it. Um, but that did not exist until, uh, I'm sure when it started, but about 10 years ago. Um, well, actually, what happened is we redid, well, a couple things. We, we redid the, in 8th edition, well... Sorry. I'm jumping ahead. I will explain this later on because I don't want to give away some future stuff. Okay. Uh, The frame. Is the frame the same as the game back in Alpha? It is not! The frame has been through numerous changes. Uh, The first big change was during um, 8th edition, uh, what we refer to as the 8th edition frame. Uh, And then in Magic 2015, we changed again. Um, the eighth edition frame was the biggest change. If you know old magic, it's where we um, made we change across how the we changed the whole frame itself. Uh, if you go back to Alpha, uh, the the colors used to have text boxes that were um, uh, like the the green one was wood, the red one I think was meat, uh, the white one was lace, um, black one was some sort of bubbling thing. Um, and blue was water, I believe. Um, but anyway, we revamped in 8th edition, changed the frames, changed the backgrounds, uh, and redid, like, the size of the art box and redid the lines that text goes on. Uh, it used to be, for example, uh, pre-8th pre edition, that the words were written in white. Uh, and now uh, we write them in black against the lighter background. There's now bars. Uh, I mean, there were rough... Uh, there were similar spots, but uh, the, the positioning is similar. Where things lie hasn't fundamentally changed. The name's the upper left-hand corner. The mana cost is the upper right-hand corner. Uh, I mean, the, the, the orientation of stuff. But the size of things and what it looked like has changed over, over the years. Um, the Magic 2015 change, the biggest thing about that was it added the black bar at the bottom that has the information, the written information, uh, and it also, we added the... Um, the security stamp for rare and mythic rares. That, that got added during Magic 2015 change. Um, okay. The card types. So Magic is seven card types. Do those go back to alpha? And the answer is no. Well, the answer is six of them do. One of them does not. So what is the what is the card type that is does not go back to alpha? And the answer is Planeswalker. So uh, land, creature, artifact, enchantment, Instant and sorcery all go back to Alpha. Alpha did have seven card types, one of which went away. Okay, so what what was the card type that? Uh, I mean, Planeswalker didn't exist till Lorwyn. We hinted at it in um, Future Sight, but it didn't exist till Lorwyn. Um, what was the seventh card type when the game began? And that was Interrupt. So Interrupt uh, before 6th edition rule changes. Um, the stack did not exist. And the way the early rules worked was you could respond to instants with other instants, but you couldn't respond to an interrupt with an instant. You could only respond to interrupts with interrupts. And counter spells usually were interrupts. So it allowed you to counter something without them being able to play other spells in response other than other counter spells. Um, yeah, so uh, the interrupt went away with the six edition rules. Okay, power and toughness. Does power and toughness go all the way back to Alpha, uh, written on the card? And the answer is, it does. Yes, power toughness goes all the way back. Um, we've definitely messed around a lot with how we show it and how we represent um, variables and stuff. That has changed over the time, uh, but the actual just having power toughness that goes all the way back. Okay, so let's get into some uh, into the text box now. So I'm gonna talk about some evergreen abilities, and you tell me whether so. This is a two-parter. I will say the ability, and you have to say whether the keyword goes back to alpha and whether the ability goes back to alpha. Okay, we'll start with flying. Does the keyword go back to alpha? Does the ability go back to alpha? So, yes, the keyword goes back to alpha, which inherently means, of course, the ability went back to alpha. Yes, flying was in alpha. Okay, lifelink. Does lifelink, does the keyword go back to alpha, and does the ability go back to alpha? And the answer is no, and no. So the first thing, uh, the first thing that had a lifelink-like ability was a card called El hajjaj in um, Arabian Nights, which was the first expansion. So it goes back quite a ways. Uh, it was a black card, by the way, interestingly. Uh, and then in Legends, there was a card called Spirit Link, which is kind of what got this ability popular. Now, Spirit Link is not 100% lifelink. Uh, it's a little bit different. Um... For example, if you put spirit link on your opponent's creature, you gained the life. They didn't gain the life. Or if I put life link on my opponent's creature, they would gain the life. But it was similar in the sense that it turned damage into life. Um, but that ability did not exist until, I think, Future Sight premiered, pre- premiered that. Okay, vigilance. Does the keyword go back to alpha? Does the ability go back to alpha? Okay, so no, the keyword does not go back to alpha. Uh, I think the keyword started in Champions of Kamigawa. I think um, the ability though does go back to Alpha. Sarah Angel, which was an Alpha, had the, had it basically written out the ability vigilance, um, and for a long time we just called it the Sarah ability because it was on Sarah Angel. Okay, Death Touch does Death Touch go back to Alpha? Well, does the keyword go back to Alpha? Does the ability go back to Alpha? Okay, so no, the keyword does not go back to Alpha. It premiered in Future Sight, same time that Lifelink did. Uh, Does the ability go back to Alpha? Uh, I would say yes. Uh, Technically, technically it doesn't, but there was Cockatrice and um, Thicket Basilisk, which, if you blocked it, it would kill the creature. So it didn't deal, it didn't kill things based on doing damage, which is what Death Touch does, but it was the precursor to it. Um, It definitely was the the idea of you get in a fight with me and you die. It was the, the, the general premise. So, I, I would say yes with an after it um, that the ability but, but the keyword did not. okay, first strike does first strike the uh, keyword and the ability? Yes the keyword obviously and yes the ability. first strike was in alpha. Um, there were I think it was mostly in white although there was one rare green card that had first strike. Uh, oh sorry, and, and uh, black knights it was also, it was also in black it was in white and black originally. Uh, now it's a white or red ability but Okay, Double Strike. Does Double Strike go back to Alpha? Uh, First off, the name and the ability. No and no. So Double Strike came about uh, when when the very first You Make the Card, um, Mr. Baby Cakes, uh, Forgotten Ancient was his actual name. Mr. Baby Cakes was his design name. Um, When we asked people to submit uh, abilities for it, one of the abilities submitted was Double Strike. Um, It might have even been called Double Strike. And the problem was it was a green card, and green doesn't really do first strike, so it didn't make sense it did double strike, but we really liked the ability, and so we added it in. I think it first appeared, I want to say Legion? That's a guess, though, but I, I think it was Legion. Um, Legion. Um, not Legends, by the way, Le- Legions, uh, which is uh, the middle set in the onslaught block. Okay, um, next. Haste. Does the keyword go back to Alpha. And does the um, ability go back to alpha? No and yes. So the, I don't remember when we first keyworded it. Uh, it was in some false, set, I think. I don't, I don't remember when we keyworded haste. Haste was not keyworded. In fact, R&D for a while, in, internally we called it celerity, which was a term from a vampire, the eternal struggle, I think, uh, which just means you're super fast. Um, So the ability was in Alpha, interestingly, but not on a red card. It was on Nether Shadow, which is a creature that came back from the graveyard, and you could attack with it right when it came back from the graveyard. So haste did exist as a concept in Alpha, although later it would go on to be a a core red thing. That that, that was not true in Alpha. Um, Okay, Menace. Uh, Did the ability exist? Did um, Did the keyboard exist? Did the ability exist? No and no... So Menace first showed up in Fallen Empires on a card called uh, Goblin War Drums. So it was first in red. Um, and the ability did not show up until relatively recently, until a couple years ago. Um, it's one of the newer additions uh, to Evergreen. Okay, Trample. Uh, did the keyword go back to alpha and did the ability go back to alpha? And the answer there is yes and yes. Trample was one of the keywords uh, in original alpha. Um, it, is, it has gone through a bunch of rule changes beyond, over the years, exactly how it works, but uh, yes, trample goes all the way back. Okay, how about defender? Does defender go back to alpha? Uh, and once again, uh, the keyword and the ability. So the answer is no and yes. So uh, all the walls in alpha, wall of stone, there are a bunch of different walls, all the wall of swords, all the walls in alpha had a creature type wall. And at, when the game began, the creature-type wall just meant that it couldn't attack. That, it, that being creature-type wall meant that you essentially had Defender. We didn't name it at the time. It just was a quality of walls. Uh, and so one of the things that we did was we... Um, we uh, we eventually decided that it wasn't a good idea to have creature types support rule text. Uh, and the reason we decided that was... Um, there were cards that let you uh, change things to change creature types um, and we didn't, let, we didn't want you to be able to grant Defender to things by changing the creature type so we took that off and then in order to do that what we did was we um, made a creature keyword and then one for one all walls have um, Defender but we had to put that on so we did, we did put that on so Defender itself the ability does go back to Alpha but the, the keyword does not Okay, how about reach? Uh, does the keyword go back to alpha? Does the ability go back to alpha? So, no, the keyword does not. Yes, the ability does. So, giant spider, uh, for example, had reach back in alpha. Um, the keyword, I think, also started in FutureSight. Um, the funny thing is the reason we keyworded it, uh, I was behind the push in FutureSight to keyword more, you know, to give names to abilities we use all the time, um, and... The reason that uh, we did reach was the rules manager at the time said, if we name this, it'll make it a lot easier to write text on flying, what flying does. Because you just say, you can only be back by creatures with flying and reach. Uh, and so for the rules manager, we made reach a keyword. Okay, how about hexproof? Does the uh, keyword go back to alpha and does the name go back to alpha? Uh, no and no. Uh, hexproof... In Future Sight, we created what was called Shroud, which was like Hexproof, but nobody could target, not even you. People played it wrong, so we eventually shifted Shroud over to Hexproof. How about protection? Does the name go back to Alpha? Does the ability go back to Alpha? And the answer is yes and yes! So, um, the reason... uh, So, back in early Magic, protection... I think when we started, it was just protection from colors. Uh, We later would do protection from other things, but you go back to Alpha... The only thing in alpha is protection from various colors. Um, it was mostly a white thing, but there were wards, for example, in alpha that had protection from each of the five colors. So protection from each of the five colors existed all the way back in alpha. Okay, how about indestructible, uh, the ability and the keyword? And the answer is no and no. Um, indestructible first showed up in um, uh, uh, dark steel. It was an ability in dark steel. Uh, later became evergreen, but it, it was not. And the idea of being indestructible, right, didn't, wasn't a thing until Dark Steel was a set. So... Hold on one second, guys. Safety first here. Somebody's not letting me in, but I got in. Okay. Um, next. Fight. The term fight. Does the term go back to alpha? Does the concept go back to alpha? And the answer is no and no. Um... The term does not. The term is, I don't know, about 10 years old. um, Came in one of the corsets. We first, I think it came in one of the corsets. The first card that did fighting, uh, I think, was Lurker. That's from the, it's either from Legends or The Dark. Uh, It was a card called Lurker, I think, the first card that did any kind of fighting. Um, But anyway, no, it it does not go back to alpha. How about dies? Uh, the both the um, the term and the concept uh, the term does not dies actually is relatively recent uh, and the concept yes there were uh, there were things there were things that cared about things dying in, in alpha um, for example like uh, scavenging ghoul you got a counter when things died for example that's alpha um, how about scry uh, both the concept and, the, and the, the the keyword and the ability Uh, No and No uh, both showed up for the first time in Fifth Dawn created by Aaron Forsyth um, and it came back a couple times came back in Theros and and, in a core set and then eventually we made it evergreen. Okay, how about the battlefield? Uh, The term and the concept. Uh, No to the term yes to the concept. Uh, We call it it was called just play in play so when I used to be when so-and-so uh Comes into play instead of enter the battlefield. Um, so it used to be uh, CIP rather than ETB. Uh, how about Exile? Uh, the concept and the name. So the name, no. The concept, yes. Uh, so swords to Plowshares was an alpha, and that uh, I think in, in the beginning we just said removed from the game. But because there's ways to interact with it, it was kind of removed from the game was kind of weird because there are ways to interact with things that are exiled. And so it was sort of, like, removed from the game, but not quite. Uh, And so we ended up giving it a term. uh, I think in... I think the same time we did Battlefield, but we did Exile, which I think is Magic 2015, I think. That's a guess, though. Okay, how about the tap symbol? Does the tap symbol go all the way back to Alpha? And the answer is... uh, Well, the tap symbol itself and the concept. So the tap symbol itself, no. The concept, yes. So there were things in Alpha that you had to tap but it just would write out tap to. It would just tell you to tap it. Uh, Eventually we made a symbol, originally it was a T, and then we realized we had languages that we translated into where tap wasn't a T, so it then changed to a symbol that had a little card on it, and then eventually it changed to the arrow that we have now. Uh, How about expansion symbols? Do those go back to alpha? (gasps) They do not! Uh, Expansion symbols, um, well, okay, to be fair, Alpha, the the first expansion did have an expansion symbol. So technically it did not go back to Alpha. That's only, Alpha wasn't an an expansion, so it didn't have an expansion symbol. So that's a tricky one. Uh, If you said yes, the very first expansion, Arabian Nights did have an expansion symbol. Um, Originally, by the way, they were, instead of having an expansion symbol, they were going to change the back. I don't know if you've ever seen it. There was a different, like, purple back for Arabian Nights. And that's how they were going to tell the difference originally, was each expansion would have its own back. Uh, they realized that was a bad idea. The last minute they changed it. So the solution to tell you that this was from an expansion was to make a symbol. It was a little scimitar on Arabian Nights. Okay, how about rarity? Rarity symbols. The the black, silver, gold, uh, and then, I don't know, flame color or whatever rare is. Uh, okay, so... Um, no. Rarity symbols started in... Okay, I want to say... Weatherlight, it was either, um, I think it was Weatherlight. It was either Tempest Block or Zosaga Block. I think it was Tempest Block, the end of Tempest Block. I think it's where uh, Rarity Symbol started. Okay, how about the four rarities? Did the four rarities start in Alpha? No, they did not! Three of the rarities did Common, Uncommon, and Rare did, but Mythic Rare did not start until. Um, when did it start? Shards of Alara, I want to say? I think it's Shards of Alara. Um, yeah, I, b- I believe it's Charge of Okay, how about collector numbers? Did collector numbers start in Alpha? <gasps> they did not! Collector numbers started in, I think, the same time that Rarity started. So I'm thinking in Tempest block. I think the light. It might be the Saga block, but right around there. Okay, did flavor text exist in Alpha? <gasps> it did! It did! Uh, one of the things we used to do with flavor text is sometimes we use real-world flavor text. We've sort of moved away from that. All our flavor text now is in-world. Um, but we flavor text does go back to alpha. How about legal text? Uh, technically, yes, we have copyright type stuff there. Although we've expanded a lot on how we do our legal text. But yes, yeah, technically there's a little bit of legal text. Funny thing, on the back of the Magic card, I think it has a trademark on the back. Um, oh, oh, okay, so uh, the card back. Does the card get... Does the card back go back to alpha? (gasps) It does! It does. Uh, So let me explain the story. There's a trademark on the back of um, a TM trademark, which is like the simplest trademark. We now have a registered trademark. Um, But at the time we made the game, that was what we had. So that's what we put on the back of the card. And we have since updated it. So you'll see the registered trademark on the front of the card, but the back of the card, which doesn't change, has the the old trademark. Okay, so now we get into, uh, go beyond just... uh, the elements of a card. Um, Does the idea of a 60-card deck go back to alpha? It does not. Uh, Originally, the rules of alpha were you had a 40-card deck, not a 60-card deck. Uh, How about the four of card restriction? No! Original alpha, um, you could put as many cards as you want in your deck. It's why Plague Rats doesn't say you can have as many as you want because at the time, you could have as many as you want. Uh, it would have said that had we had the rules at the time. It was Richard's intent you could play as many as you want. But at the time he made it, you could just do that. So both the 60-card deck construction and the 4-restriction came about when the DCI was first formed. Originally the Duelist Convocation International. Um, and the DCI um, solidified some stuff. And one of the things it did was uh, it made a... Um, oh, so here's another thing. Does uh, ban restricted lists go back to alpha? It does not! It started at the same time here. The ban relations started when the DCI started. So they made 60-card deck the norm for constructed, 40-card for limited. Obviously, there's other formats like Commander. that now have more than 60. Um, and they made the 4-over rule for how many you can have of a card other than basic land. And they made the very 1st and ban-restricted list. Um, how about standard? Does standard go back to alpha? It does not. How about limited? How about, like, uh, sealed? Does it go back to alpha? Uh, it was not, I would say no in the sense that Wizards did not push it at all. Yes, uh, the people that, that made Magic, the playtesters were playing with limited formats before Magic came out. So the idea was there, but Wizards did not push it at the time of Alpha. It was not really until around Ice Age that Wizards started pushing the concept of, of sealed. Um, and the idea of draft didn't really happen until the Pro Tour. Once again, um, people informally did drafts, like the playtesters had done some drafts. But as far as Wizards pushing as a thing or us designing, like the first set designed to be drafted was Mirage, for example. Um, So anyway, formats did not exist uh, when Alpha came out. When Alpha came out, you just could play the card. There was the format of magic. You could just play all the cards. And then what happened was about a year and a half in, um, they decided that they would start rotating cards and made two formats. One which they call Type 1, which was kind of the existing format, what we now call Vintage, play whatever you want. And then Type 2 was essentially what we now call Standard, which is roughly the last two years worth of cards. So uh, Standard started relatively early. I think it started back in uh, 94, 95, but it it did not start in in Alpha. Okay, 15 card boosters. Does that go back to Alpha? It does! Uh, Alpha was a 15 card booster. But small sets uh, used to be 8 card boosters, and then eventually we decided that it just all magic product were 15-card boosters. Um, we, we've had many exceptions over the years, uh, but now the default is a 15-card booster. Uh, but Alpha was a 15-card booster, so that, that does go back to Alpha. Okay, how about ad cards? Uh, no, ad cards were relatively new. How about token cards? Well, if you listen to my token podcast, you know, no, token cards, uh, the very first token cards... Uh, well, the first ones we made showed up in Unglued. There were some external sources that had made stuff that kind of inspired Unglued to do it. Um, but uh, it was not till the ad cards were a thing that we started regularly putting token cards into boosters. Uh, we had put token cards into some boxed product before, but as far as putting them in boosters, that didn't happen until ad cards were a thing. Okay, how about basic lands in boosters? Having a basic land in every booster. Uh, so that is kind of, but not exactly. Uh, Alpha did not guarantee you lands and boosters, but they put lands on the sheets at a high enough rarity, and on all sheets too, common, uncommon, and rare, that you tended to get land. In fact, you tended to get a number of land in your booster. Uh, it was not guaranteed. You could, in fact, open a booster in Alpha and not get a land, um, but you often, most often got a land. Often, more than, more than, Most of the time, you got multiple lands, And you even, in your rare slot, could get a Rand. It was an island if you got that, which was kind of sucky, but that could happen. Um, How about having a rare per booster? Does that go back to Alpha? It does. It does. Even back in Alpha, you always had a rare per booster. Um, Original Alpha, uh, because the lands were mixed into things, you got, I think the way it worked was, you got 11... I think you got 11 commons, 3 uncommons, and a mythic rare... And a rare. Mythic rare didn't exist yet. Um, Mythic rare didn't exist. Uh, But in in alpha, you did get a rare in every pack. Okay. How about multicolor? Does multicolor go all the way back to alpha? It does not! It does not. Um, Multicolor goes back to Legends. Legends was the first set to have multicolor. Before that... um, There was not. Uh, Okay. Um, Were there... uh, Does Legendary go back to Alpha? No, it does not. It was also premiered in uh, Legends. Uh, And at the time when it premiered, uh, interestingly, Legendary was used on permanents, on enchantments and lands and stuff. But on creatures, it was a creature type and not a super type. So, remember I talked about how walls had baggage? Uh, legend also had baggage. If you were a creature-type legend, you followed all the legend rules, which at the time, I think, were that you... Once a legend was played, no one else could play that legend, and you could only have one legend per deck, only one copy. It was sort of self-restricted in, in the original rules. Um, but that, that does, goes all the way back. How about uh, dual Lands? Do dual Lands go all the way back to Alpha? They do! The original dual Lands were in Alpha. Um... Interestingly, though, the original lands in Alpha, which were the basic lands and the dual lands, all they did was tap for mana. Yes, the dual lands tap for two different colored mana, basic lands tap for one color mana, but all they did is tap for mana. Uh, it was not until Arabian Nights, the first expansion, that lands even did something other than tap for mana. That, as a concept, did not show up until then. Um, how about plus one, plus one counters? Once again, I just did a podcast on this, so if you, if you heard my podcast, yes, Plus one, plus one counters go all the way back to Alpha. Um, Fungusaur, for example, used plus one, plus one counters. Uh, there also was plus one, plus zero counters, which were on Clockwork Beast. Um, there, there were, in fact, as I, I just did a podcast on counters, so if you listen to it, there are a whole bunch of counters that actually first showed up in Alpha. Um, so, uh, and token cards, as I guess, uh, t- did token cards show up? Or not token cards, sorry. Did token show up in Alpha? And if you listen to my podcast, you know, yes, they did. Uh, it was on uh, the Hive there was a wasp token in Alpha. But that was the only one. There was just one token. So, um, so one of the things, I'm, I'm almost at work, but one of the points of today's is to sort of show off how, how much of what you think of as being staple, staple magic uh, does not go back to Alpha. Um, you know, things like the stack that you think of being, oh, well, that's just the way magic is played. Like, well, yeah, as of 6th edition, that's the way magic was played. Um, oh, the other thing that I didn't get into, here's a, a final trivia question for you. Uh, Is a little trickier one. Okay, so let's take all the car types. How many of the car types in alpha showed up um, with just the car type on their car type line? Meaning, um, of of the six car types that are still in the game that were in alpha, how many of them just said uh, the car type hyphen and then maybe a subtype if it had a subtype? Okay, so let's go through them. How about Creature? Did Creature exist in Alpha? Um, the concept of Creatures did. But no, they said Summon. So a Goblin will be Summon Goblin. Creature did not show up until... I can't... I think 6th edition? Uh, creature, so Creature hyphen showing up on Creatures did not show up in the beginning. Okay, how about Land? Yes, Land said Land in Alpha. How about Artifacts? Uh, well, technically there were a few cards that just said Artifacts. Most of the Artifacts... Uh, There were mono artifacts and poly artifacts and continuous artifacts and artifact creatures. Um, Artifacts had another type with it that described what it did. For example, mono artifact meant it tapped. It didn't have a tap symbol on it. It just told you you can only use it once. How about enchantments? Uh, Kind of. Global enchantments just said enchantments. But if it was a local enchantment, it was an ore of some kind, it said enchant whatever it was enchanting. Enchant creature, enchant land. So it didn't say enchantment on it. How about instants? Yes, they said instant on it. How about sorceries? Yes, they said sorcery on it. So, only land, instant, and sorcery just said their type. Uh, artifacts, enchantments, and creatures all were a little different from how we ended up doing them later. Um, so, anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. It was definitely trying to demonstrate how um, a lot has changed in magic over the last 27 years. It is not... Um, I mean, there were things that were there from the beginning. A bunch of things I said today were there from the very beginning. But a lot of stuff wasn't. Uh, and the other interesting thing is some things were conceptually there but weren't named for a while. So anyway, I hope you guys found today's uh, sort of uh, history podcast interesting, and uh, what I found from my top 50 is you guys like the interactive one, so I'm trying to do more interactive podcasts. So hopefully you enjoyed that. But anyway, I'm now at work, so we all know what that means. I means it's the end of my drive to work. So instead of talking magic, it's time for me to be making magic. I'll see you guys next time.